Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast. We are more than just your weekly horoscope. We spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It's Jade here. And it's Kara. And it is officially airy season. This is a really exciting time, not just because it's airy season, but a little fun fact is this is the astrological new year. So happy new year to everybody. Um, Also, it's the spring equinox, if that means anything to you. So it's really like a nice, fresh start. I feel renewed. Kara, how do you feel? I am so excited for this. I feel like I like need a new planner or something. It's really... I don't know. I always feel the new energy more around this time than I do in January, but I don't know. I'm excited. I love the spring too. Unrelated, but yeah, we've got some good vibes. I know that the full moon in Virgo just happened right before Aries season began, so I'm sure we're all kind of winding down from that full moon energy. For me, the full moon was really intense. Kara, how was it for you? (laughs) You already know it was intense. We were just talking about this. Perfectionism was not released. <laughs> it was not released. It was it was at an all-time high on the full moon of yeah, Virgo. Yeah, just... Well, let's put that in the past, but if you're still wondering about that energy, if you've got that full moon hangover, listen to last week's episode and you'll know all about what happened with that. But before we get into the rundown of airy season, you know, per usual, like we do with all season episodes, tell you everything that's going to happen. This is, again, your PSA that podcast ratings are a thing now on Spotify. So don't forget to leave us a little rating. If you listen to this on Apple Podcasts too, you can even leave a review if that's something you're interested in doing. Share the podcast with a friend if you like it. And with that being said, let's talk airy season. So like with every zodiac sign season, whenever the sun enters that sign, we become more like that zodiac sign in question. So we just had Pisces season, so we all kind of adopted those Pisces qualities. And now that we're in Aries season, we're all going to start to take on the Aries vibes. And then per usual, when we move to Taurus season, we'll become more like Taurus. And anyways, that's pretty much that. So... Aries season officially begins on March 20th. This happened at 11.34 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, according to AstroSeek. And when the sun entered Aries, we all started to feel a little bit of the shift where we become much more like an Aries. What is an Aries like? Very independent, very spontaneous, very feisty, if you ask me. There's a lot of energy that we're going to start to have. And... Yeah, it's it's if you ever think about the times when like spring has begun and now suddenly you're in the mood to make all these plans, you're initiating the plans, you start maybe getting into some like fitness routine for yourself, you really just start to accomplish new things, take on that more you know, initiator vibe, that's fully to be blamed on Aries season. Yeah, Aries is a cardinal sign. So there's a lot of energy that goes towards starting something new in addition to it being like the astrological new year. I could tell you that I already have like, I don't know, big plans as soon as Aries season starts because I want to start going to the gym again and going out and I know Jade and I are making some fun plans together too and it's just like I want to enjoy 
the warm weather and be out there. So if you're feeling that way too, it's airy season and that's why before we were saying that this is good vibes. It's really exciting. Also because Aries is a fire sign, you might feel yourself being a little bit more passionate as you're going about doing things. Like I know that I was doing a lot of like reflecting during the full moon in Virgo, thinking about all of these things that like I just really want to do and haven't been able to do it yet. And as soon as area season comes, I plan to actually start like taking action on that, which is just really exciting. Yeah, I remember last airy season and every airy season is pretty much like this for me personally. And hopefully this could you know, be an example you can relate to. But I know last Aries season, I began a lot of projects and met a lot of people and things moved very quickly because it was very exciting and just thrilling to get to know people and make new friends and go out into the world and everything that I was doing, I really felt so passionately about. I think we launched our merch in Aries season, if my math is correct on that it might have been Taurus season, it might have been Aries season, but regardless, I know Kara and I were really passionate and excited and starting new things. So in your life, you might find that you have this overwhelming sense of, I mean, there's really no other word for passion, so I keep saying passion, but you might find this like you know, zest for life that kind of comes with the spring energy. And another thing I wanted to mention too is since Aries is very competitive, you might find yourself becoming much more competitive. I know there's a lot of spring sports that people do. So if you're into sports, you might notice that your drive is much higher. Or as Kara mentioned with the gym, you might really want to, you know, up your game there. But outside of that, this can mean being competitive in other things in your life. I know like maybe if you work a commission job, you're suddenly more driven to be the best or whatever it may be that you find yourself taking on that fighting spirit that Aries season brings. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk about the aspects the sun in Aries will make during Aries season. The first one begins on April 2nd. The sun will be conjunct Mercury. This is truly the day to say what you think, to speak what's on your mind, to speak up for yourself. We love when the sun is conjunct Mercury, always. It's a really good day for communicating, whether that's just like talking to others or writing or texting, sending emails, like... I don't know. It's a very like fun, direct kind of energy. You might be a little bit more playful or just very passionate too in the way that you're speaking with the sun there. So 
Yeah, it's a good time, especially if you have to like communicate or even just like express yourself like as a person because that's what the sun represents. So when Mercury's there, it's a really good time to be like socializing and talking to others and just like expressing who you are. Yeah, the next thing that happens is on April 12th, the sun will form a sextile to Saturn. This is like kind of a good day to like take yourself pretty seriously in like a positive way. It's just like a good time, I guess, to be working towards your goals. I do like that Aries is a more positive energy, so it's kind of counterbalancing that like Saturn. I don't know if I want to say pessimistic, but like that type of vibe. So You know, if there's things that you're working on or things that you want to, I don't know, pursue, that will kind of help you like have the discipline to do it with like the initiation and passion and excitement that comes with the sun being in Aries. And then the last one happens on April 18th. The sun will be square Pluto. This one might feel a little bit uncomfortable. You might honestly start to question if who you are is like not like correct but like if who you are is who you need to be Pluto is a very transformative energy squares are very uncomfortable and since the sun deals with our identity there might be some realizations about parts of us that haven't changed that need to change I do also want to mention that this happens literally right before like Taurus season begins like right around that time so you might find though that you're just feeling a little bit like questioning of yourself realizing certain things that aren't really vibing anymore and also honorable mention since Pluto is in Capricorn which deals with authority it could even be authority that's having you question who you are maybe your boss tells you that you need to be a certain way or do things a certain way and now you're having a identity crisis about it so just warning on April 18th yeah because it's gonna be a little bit a little bit of a tough one because you as a person are facing you know some challenges whether that's you know coming from sources outside of you like things going on in your life and you just feel like you're not able to do the things that you want to do or if you just feel like you know you're transitioning into some other phase of life where you're trying to become something but the square is just like bringing in that more tense energy it's one of those things where like if you're feeling the frustration of it like it's really important to acknowledge that and like you know honor however you're feeling but it's also good to know that it won't be there forever and that the square will go away eventually and help you to continue I don't know making progress in whatever area of your life that's affected well the next thing that happens during Aries season happens on March 27th at 3 45 a.m eastern standard time Mercury will enter Aries and when Mercury is in Aries we find ourselves Thinking very quickly, thinking on our feet, making fast decisions, acting pretty quickly, and really being concise in our communication and getting really to the point. I don't want to say too much because Kara <laughs> has Mercury in Aries, so I let Kara take the floor. Yeah, when Mercury's in Aries, there's a lot going on in your brain, in the way that you're thinking, in the way that you're communicating. I have to like consciously make a choice to try to talk slower, especially during the podcast because my brain moves quick and my mouth wants to move just as quick. So you might find that there's a lot just 
going on, if that's like overwhelming, you know, journaling, stream of consciousness, things like that can really help to get all of your ideas out there. But I can say that like it does bring about like a more passionate type of like energy in the way that you're like thinking about things. So you might find that you have a lot of new ideas or that you're just like being a little bit more, dare I say, like original in the way that you're thinking and like problem solving and speaking to others. You have to be mindful of the direct energy. This is something that I had to learn because sometimes, you know, being direct can be a little bit abrupt or uncomfortable to some people, especially people who have a more indirect type of like communication style. I think that there's studies too, like regionally, where people just like have a tendency to like have a more direct communication. I think that it was like New York City people tend to be a lot more direct. And then somewhere, I don't remember what the example was, but somewhere else people were more indirect, like from a cultural perspective. But when Mercury's in Aries, you might find that you're kind of just like, you know, you want to get straight to the point. You're like, okay, what's going on with this? And you want to kind of just like figure it out. Yeah. I also want to add on that is that Aries is a fire sign that's ruled by Mars. So if you can do the math on that, there is sometimes this ability to act when you're mad. We don't really see this too much with Mercury and Aries, more so with like Mars and Aries or like the moon and Aries, I feel like. But I just want to put a warning on that in case you find yourself getting really heated about something and then like not lashing out, but maybe saying things that might upset others. So just be on the lookout for that. But another thing, too, because we've mentioned before that Aries is a cardinal energy, this can be a really good time to initiate conversation if that's something you don't normally do. If you find yourself kind of taking the passenger seat and waiting for others to reach out to you, this is a good time to be that person who sends the text or initiates the conversation and I know like people might hear that and like kind of just brush over it but this is really an important thing to know just because I think about all the conversations we have in life whether that is asking somebody out having a meeting with your boss because something's bothering you or needing to discuss a conflict that's going on in your apartment or wanting to ask for a raise or whatever it might be that you need to say but you've been avoiding even if it's literally just like hey I I need to use the shower at 8 45 a.m like whatever it might be it could be really minuscule like take advantage of the mercury and Aries energy and like initiate that conversation on that note Aries is ruled by Mars and Mars also does deal with like advocacy so you might also be taking on that role whether you're advocating for yourself like Jade was just talking about or if you're advocating for others or other things that you just like care about. Yeah well let's talk about the aspects that Mercury and Aries will make. The first one happens on April 7th. Mercury will be sextile Saturn. We like this because this is a really good day to create some type of plan for yourself or some type of structure or organization that you'll likely stick to and stick, you know, through. So I know personally for me, this is something I've been really needing to do in terms of like budgeting or in terms of my long-term goals, certain things that I want to achieve for myself. It's very hard to do that without a plan. Uh, just to, you know, reiterate the importance of having that type of plan or if you don't understand what plan I'm talking about, 
figure that's an example worth discussing. If you are someone like me who's really set on budgeting and getting your finances in order, to continue with that example, April 7th might be the day that you sit down, look through your finances, figure out what your spending habits are, figure out your budget, make a plan for it, and stick to it. Yeah. If there's something that you've been procrastinating doing, especially if it deals with mercury-rated things, like anything with like communication, thinking, you know, this is the day to finally do whatever that thing is because you have that like Mercury and Aries helping you like take initiative and then you have Saturn there to bring that discipline aspect of it. So if there's like I was saying something that's like really big or like takes up a lot of steps for you to do and you've been just like, "Eh, I don't know about it. April 7th is the day to get started. The following day, which helps as well, Mercury will sextile Mars. So whatever plan you set into place, you will probably do it. Mars is a very motivated energy. Mercury is, again, the way that we think about things. When these two are working together, we can see our thoughts actually becoming actions rather than just thoughts. You know, a plan is a plan, but without actually doing it, it doesn't matter. So we like this. I also think, too, that the Mars energy can add a little boost into what we were talking about before, advocating for yourself if you need to really initiate the conversation or say something that's on your mind, like April 8th could be a good day for it. Yeah, I really enjoy this like aspect of it because it does I don't know. There's a lot of like action and like doing and going, which is very on brand for Aries season. But yeah, if there's something that you're working on or even if you just like, I don't know, going back to like my gym goal, like April 8th is a great day to be doing things like physically just because Mars is there, whether that's, you know, going to the gym or it could even be like going for a walk, doing yoga or taking action on other things as well. And the last Mercury aspect is on April 10th. Mercury will square Pluto. Just be careful about like overthinking during this day. There might be some intense thoughts. Feelings could even be a little intense. Just be mindful. Yeah, it could be a little chaotic just because, you know, Mercury and Aries, there's a lot going on. And then Pluto is kind of bringing up, you know, some things that, you know, need to be acknowledged, I guess, for lack of a better word. But like it can be very intense. So again, finding ways to, you know, have an outlet for that, whether that's talking to others, journaling, I don't know, coloring, going to the gym will be really helpful in, in like, I don't know, navigating the things that are coming up. Yeah, I could also, going back to what I was saying with Pluto being in Capricorn, dealing with authority, and since Aries tends to be like the trailblazer, the person who does it themselves, this could also manifest as getting really frustrated with authority. So just wanted to point that out. Random thing to mention is that all of the following transits we're about to talk about will have their own episode. So we're going to kind of keep them short for time's sake in terms of our description. But just know if there's any transit that really like piques your interest or is something you really want to know more about, know that we do plan to have episodes dedicated to them closer to the time that the transit's actually happening. So just star that off and then, you know, continue to listen every week so you can get the full rundown on what we're about to talk about next, which let's let's dive in. 
April 1st at 2.24 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is the new moon in Aries. New moons are really a great time to set new intentions. And since Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, hence why it's Astro New Year, this is that time to kind of set those goals for yourself that, you know... You know, like think of this as your actual new year in in a weird way. This is about setting intentions around being more of a leader, following your passions. Those Aries things, you know, become a priority at this time. Yeah, and I really enjoy that because I think that sometimes we overlook our, I don't know, passions for lack of a better word. Like there's a lot of things that we sometimes want to do, but we're like, oh, I don't know if like this is the right time or whatever, whatever's going on. But with the new moon being in Aries, you're really prioritizing yourself because that's what Aries deals with. And then also, you know, the things that you are passionate about. So it's really exciting. I know that I was actually just looking at goal setting planners on Amazon and there's some cute ones. So if you're someone who has... I don't know, a lot of like projects or a lot of like big plans for the future. That might be something that you're interested in. I know that like writing down goals is supposed to, according to research, you know, help you achieve them, but also sometimes making that plan. Obviously, you don't need to go and buy a planner to do that. You could do it in a notebook, on a piece of paper, whiteboard, whatever your vibe is. But I don't know. That's just another way, I guess, to enjoy this new moon. The next thing that happens is on April 5th at 11.18 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Venus enters Pisces. And I'm not on Twitter anymore, but I just know the spiritual community is going to love this one. With Venus in Pisces, we start to see you know, more of this romantic energy since Venus is about our relationships and Pisces is a very dreamy sign. We might really start to be dreaming about love, romanticizing our lives in general, romanticizing the connections we have. Romance is really a big thing for all of us, whether that's even getting lost in a romance novel or listening to love songs that's all kind of gonna happen a little after april 5th there's some other aspects that will happen too neptune and jupiter are in the mix which could be creating a little bit more nuance and emphasizing the spiritual connection type vibe that you might encounter yeah there's a lot obviously we're going to talk way more about it but Cara, what's your take on Venus in Pisces? Yeah, well, Venus really likes being in Pisces, so I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I know that in the past I've been a little bit of a Neptune hater because that foggy, confusing energy is not my faith, but I can say that Venus being in Pisces and then the Neptune-Jupiter aspects, it's just, it's some nice vibes. It's really good for being creative and just romanticizing, I guess, all aspects of your life, which is exciting if you've been, I don't know, busy focusing on other things to just kind of like, it sounds so like, I don't know, it's funny, but it's like falling in love with yourself and falling in love with your life all over again. Yeah, expect like some... Also some empathy too, some some of that, but we'll talk more about it. And we'll talk a lot about it actually when the time comes. I would talk all about it now, but then it's far from now. We want to give that information to you fresh when it's happening. So anyways, next thing in Aries season, 
even though we just talked all about when Mercury enters Aries, which pay attention to that though, because that's happening like now. So what we just talked about with Mercury and Aries is going to be more relevant than what's about to happen. But on April 10th at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10, 10, 10, Mercury will make its way into Taurus. So yes, we start off with Mercury and Aries, but then Mercury does go into Taurus. And that quick thinking passionate direct communication style is gonna hit the brakes it's gonna slow down significantly moving after april 10th we'll start to see more of a slow practical approach to life slowing down waiting for you know the results to occur taking our time before making any decisions, really making sure that we are making sound, stable decisions, you know, all those things will start to happen April, April after April 10th. Yeah, I feel like that's something that I just appreciate about astrology in general, like the flow from one sign to the next to the next sometimes makes so much sense because when Mercury's in Aries, like we were saying, we're starting a lot of things that we're passionate about and we're like taking action. But like, you know, that initiative energy can sometimes want to jump from one thing to the next. But when Mercury enters Taurus, it's like, oh, actually, we're going to focus on this thing that we just started and we're going to keep working on it. So I love that. I also love that, you know, Taurus is ruled by Venus. So we're just getting more of that like romantic artsy type of energy which is I don't know really exciting you also might be really interested in things that feel like luxurious or special or I don't know that just make you like feel good whether that deals with like your senses I don't know I'm thinking about like bath bombs like I don't know candles essential oils like soft blankets and sheets and things like that yeah we'll talk way more about mercury in taurus closer to the time that it comes but going with what Kara was just saying before about the transition from mercury and aries into mercury and taurus i definitely talked about this last year and i want to bring it up again which is a, a beautiful gardening analogy. <laughs> but if we think about Aries as the initiator, that's like the idea and making that happen. Taurus is the slow growth, right? If we think about planting a seed, Mercury and Aries would be the action of actually planting the seed. Mercury and Taurus would be slowly tending to the, the plant's growth and allowing it to take its time to blossom and then in Gemini season it's getting that air it needs etc for cancer season to be when it receives the water to continue to grow etc which is actually a, a random fun fact was in my quarantine days I did garden during air during the time I actually planted seeds in airy season and then they grew during Taurus season. But like think of that as a metaphor for your life actually. So use the Mercury and Aries energy to plant those seeds, the things that you want to accomplish. And then after April 10th onward, you can really allow that to grow slowly and take its time. So beautiful metaphor has validity to it, was really inspired by my gardening habits, was true to the sign energy. So anyways, do with that information what you will. Let's talk the next thing that happens in 
airy season, which is we'll have a whole episode on it, obviously. But I already know people have been talking about it since maybe last year, which is the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction that happens on April 12th at 10.42 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This doesn't happen very often. This is one of those rare-ish astrological events that when it does occur, it is really magical. We start to see, you know, our, our dreams grow and come to life in a, in a way that we haven't before. And since the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is happening in Pisces, all that Piscean energy really becomes just huge. It just grows and it's everywhere. And since Neptune sometimes can deal with fame and celebrities and in Pisces, which is super creative and Jupiter is all about growth, this is it is going to be a huge day for celebrities. I'm curious to see what will happen in pop culture and the media. But in general, you can expect big things to happen. Stuff on the internet with influencers, again, in, in with celebrities is really where it's going to be the most obvious if you ask me. But if you're an artist, this could be a really big day. And if you're into spirituality, this could be a really big day for you. Yeah. Speaking of influencers, apparently I heard that TikTok is going to come out with stories, which is interesting. Not really sure what that will look like, like in the platform itself, because obviously everything's like on the For You page. So I don't really know where they would put them. But that's happening so we might be seeing changes you know in social media I guess because that's also where most influencers are but on a more personal level it really is kind of like a very optimistic energy you might be feeling like very positive and very just like excited but at the same time it's just important to remember that you know, Jupiter and Neptune are very focused like on the big picture, which is really good in some ways. And for other people that can just make you overlook things. So it's good to just be a little bit cautious, but for the most part, really good vibes, especially for creative people and spiritual people. It's a good time to like reconnect. Like Jade said, we'll go into more details, but yeah. The next thing that happens during Aries season is on April 14th at 11.06 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mars will enter Pisces. And with Mars in Pisces, Mars is, you know, our motivator. We will start to become more driven by our emotions and act based off of our emotions and act off of a feeling because that's what Pisces is. It's a water sign which deals with emotions and it deals with feelings and things like that. The plus side to this is Pisces also deals with our dreams. So you might be really driven by these big picture dreams you might have for yourself and feel really motivated to make those dreams a reality. The downside though is that, like I just said, you might act on your emotions and act based off of how you feel. Kara, I know you have Mars in a water sign. What is your take on this? Yeah, I actually was going to say that it is a good time to almost connect with your more intuitive side or like, you know, like your gut feelings just because, you know, Mars is your, the actions are taking and Pisces is a very intuitive sign. Sometimes we can, you know, plan things and like make decisions and from like a very like logical, organized, this is the process type of way. 
But when Mars is in Pisces, it is a good time to kind of connect with like your inner self and kind of like make decisions based on what feels right. So, you know, if something feels a little bit off, sometimes we're like, oh, like, no, it's fine. It'll be whatever. But no, when Mars is in Pisces, if something feels off, like you're going to trust that part of yourself, which I don't know, was really exciting. Yeah, there's that that quote. It's like gut feelings are guardian angels. Like that is the epitome of Mars in Pisces. If you ask me where it's being really in tune with your intuition and really using that as a tool to navigate your decisions and your actions and the things that you do. I will also say frustration, if you're feeling it during this time, the best thing to do with Mars and Pisces is to use that energy in a creative way. Pisces is extremely creative. So this is like the perfect time to like channel your feelings and your emotions and your passion and all of that into something that is again creative we always say that whenever we talk about creativity you don't need to be Picasso or Mozart you can literally be creative in so many ways whether you're a content creator and you make Instagram posts or you like to crochet or maybe you don't even do any of those things you're really into makeup you're really into fashion you're really into photography even if you're not into those things maybe you just like making playlists whatever creative outlet you have Again, you don't need to be painting the Mona Lisa. You can definitely channel those feelings into something artistic. Yeah, we talked about this in last week's episode, but Pisces energy is very like healing. So you might have, you might feel very driven to, uh, again, go on some type of healing, spiritual type of journey, but you also might want to extend that to others and you know, just want to be almost like of service to help people out, like do favors, things like that, which is, I don't know, really exciting and really special, especially if there's like people in your life who are very busy and maybe some of their, I don't know, work goes underappreciated when Mars is in Pisces. This is a good time to almost like acknowledge that and be like, hey, like I, I see you've been doing a lot. Like, why don't you let me do this? Or why don't we do this together and things like that? The last thing that happens during Aries season is the full moon in Libra. This happens on April 16th at 2.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And honestly, I kind of enjoy the full moon in Libra. It is a really good opportunity to look at your life from an objective standpoint and figure out what is out of balance and how you can bring about balance into your life. Also, it is a really good time to look at your life and figure out what it is that you're doing and if what you're doing is the right thing, right? Libra is, I think of Libra as the lawyer, (laughs) you know, it's all about making those decisions that are based in justice and doing what's the right thing. So the full moon in Libra could be a really good time for you to look at your life in that regard, among other things. Kara has Libra placements, so again, Kara, take the floor. <laughs> yeah, I also think it's a good time to be objective because, you know, Libra is all about balance and fairness. So as you're kind of like reflecting on your life and the full moon's all about releasing, it's about letting go of the things that are causing, you know, things to be unbalanced in your life, which sometimes can be hard, especially if you're juggling a lot of things and you care about all of the things. It's like, okay, well, I I don't know which one of these things I can, you know, put on pause for a moment or, 
focus on more for the time being or whatever it is. So that's just something to like be aware of. Obviously, it totally depends on what's going on in your life, what your goals are, what your values are, like how you uh, end up actually finding balance. But it is a good time to, again, release the parts of your life that you're just pouring you know, too much energy into or too draining or taking up too much time or whatever so that you can have time and space in your life and everyday, you know, activities to do all of the things that you want to do. Yeah, I also want to mention too, you might really take a moment to really enjoy the beauty that's in in life. If there's one thing I have to say about airy season is that this is a very creative airy season compared to usual just because of the fact we have the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, the Pisces energy, etc., and ending it with the full moon in Libra, which there's always a full moon in Libra during Aries season, but just adding that into this already very creative energy, and also with Mercury and Taurus at the time, like Venus energy, like it's just very artistic. This could be a really good time to enjoy just the things in life that are beautiful and bring you harmony and feel nice and spend some time with friends and to just really enjoy that vibe which is it's nice it's different to see during Aries season if you ask me with everything else that's going on not the full moon and Libra alone but just with everything else leading up to it yeah the Aries and Libra axis is really kind of about yourself who you are your identity and your relationships with others so that's something that's really going to be highlighted during the full moon in Libra like I know we just spend most of the episode talking about Aries energy and all the things that you're going to be doing and things that you're passionate about but you know the relationship that that you have with yourself also will affect the relationship that you have with others so this might be a time too where you're kind of thinking about those dynamics and like who you are and who you want to spend time with and how you spend time and how you express yourself and all of those (laughs) good things yeah it's like that that happy medium between working on yourself and spending time with others you know there I think I said this last week too but that metaphor where it's like if you're constantly sending out ambulances to help others and you never stop to put more gas in the ambulance cars (laughs) and ambulance vehicles like you're never going to be able to keep helping others and to be there for others so similar theme here but I do want to mention the full moon in Libra has a square to Pluto which we'll talk all about closer to the day but it could bring up some tricky tricky feelings but Tara overall what is your opinion on all of Aries season what's what if you had to summarize this in like a few words what would you what would you tell our our listeners I would say that it's a fresh start I would agree take advantage really because Taurus season yeah we don't want to we don't we don't talk about Bruno no we don't talk about Taurus season because I don't want to scare anybody but it's a little just enjoy airy season live laugh love anyways That's, that's pretty much it for this week's episode. Per usual, we hope you found all this information to be helpful, useful, and relevant. Next week, we will do a deep dive into the new moon in Aries and Venus in Pisces, share more about what those mean, and give you some lovely advice and feedback on how we think you can make the most of those transit so if you're interested in continuing to learn and grow with us and use the astrology to better your life then stick around for next week's episode 
you want to make sure to be in the loop with us with everything that's to come. So in order to do that, you can find us on social media. We are on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at BLME the stars. And we're also on YouTube as well. If you prefer to listen and have the closed captions on, it's there for you. Just search Blame It on the Stars podcast on YouTube and we show up. But anyways, that's all for now. And we'll see you all next Monday. Bye.